When battling temptation or discouragement, Christians often speak of spiritual warfare. We sometimes forget that spiritual warfare also takes place on a planetary scale. The battle is everywhere, but just out of sight. If you want to know what's really going on in the world, join me as we look behind the curtain. But before we get to the program, here's our producer Kevin with an important message for you. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes, and welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. Over the past few years, we've watched the foremost nations of the world work to strengthen the nation of Iran. They do this even though they agree that Iran is the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism. It sounds ludicrous, but it's true. Think of this in the news just this week. This is out of Reuters. French minister, the EU could compensate firms hit by U.S. sanctions over Iran. And this from the Jerusalem Post. Europe, China, Russia are discussing a new deal for Iran. Why is Europe doing such a thing? Well, think back. In 2015, the so-called P5 plus one nations, meaning the five permanent members of the UN Security Council plus Germany, agreed to make a deal with Iran. The deal was supposed to stop Iran from developing nuclear weapons, but it did the opposite. It ensured that over time, Iran would get such weapons and it gave them lots of ways to cheat in the meantime. The deal gave them a windfall of immediate cash and a pipeline of continuing cash for the future. The U.S. has now withdrawn from the deal, but for the most part, the damage is done. Uh, the money should have made the Iranian people rich, but the Iranian government chose to use it for weapons development and military adventures in Syria and Yemen. So despite an infusion of billions, the Iranian economy remains severely depressed. Iran's supreme leader leads his people in chants of death to Israel and, and death to America. They are one of the most repressive regimes ever. They hid and housed terrorists involved in the 9-11 attacks. These are the world's bad guys. And it's not a secret. Everyone knows it. So what's going on? Who gave the order to help the bad guys, and why? Could there be a conspiracy behind it? Is it the work of an evil international cabal? Most conspiracy theories are the product of active imaginations. But in this case, a nefarious, unseen cabal really is at work in the world. And it has power, real power, and an amazing level of control in the world. 3,000 years ago, the psalmist asked the question, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Why would world rulers plot against God? Because they don't want to submit to God's authority. Most of all, they don't want to submit to God's anointed, the Messiah, 
the Lord Jesus Christ. By rejecting God, they choose to do the bidding of someone else. Uh, the one Jesus called the ruler of this world. That means Satan, uh, that old serpent, the devil. Do I think he's real? He's as real as you are. And he's leading an international cabal of men and demons in a war against God. He has no chance of winning, but he and his spiritual allies have been able to recruit a vast army of sinful humanity to their side. Why would the nations come to the aid of Iran against Israel? Why do the media and the UN hate Israel so much? The rejection of God's leadership means acceptance of Satan's. Uh, the devil hates Israel because that nation represents God's promises to the world. And Satan intends to stop God's promises from being completed. He has less chance than a snowflake in the Sahara, but that's his desire. And that's why the nations rage. All this proves the Bible right once again. Uh, that means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world, you can trust what it has to say about Jesus and his dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word, trust it with your life and your eternal life. Uh, let me ask you this. The Bible tells us that there's no other way that a person can be saved than trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. Have you admitted you're a sinner? Have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sin? Have you repented of your sin? If you have not, then when you die, you will be judged for your sin. But if you want to be forgiven of your sin, I'm going to lead you in a prayer that you would ask Christ to forgive you. And you pray it, and you mean it, you can know that you are forgiven. You want to pray with me? Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you would like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well-informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.